helping clients achieve financial peace of mind has been at the heart of what we do at Axis Pension Trust. Our unwavering commitment to helping clients succeed has produced many industry firsts. Axis is the first pensions provider in Ghana to offer free embedded life insurance cover to its pension schemes. Be a 360-degree digitally aligned business with service platforms on mobile app, WhatsApp, web portal, and on USSD. And provide different investment mixes for different age groups within the same pension scheme. Visit AxisPension.com or call 030-273-8555. Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. Axis is licensed and regulated by the National Pension Regulatory Authority. Hello everyone, welcome to the Axis Money Show, an interactive program where we talk about personal finance and retirement related topics. This program is proudly brought to you by Axis Pension Trust, a private pension provider. My name is Mimi and I'll be your host for today. We have here with us Mrs. Miriam Maku Emisa, the head of sales with Stambic Investment Management Services, and Mr. Michael Adoti, the lead coach with Poiman. Welcome. Thank you. Today we are talking about mindset for wealth creation. According to Stephen Richardson, an author and self-help expert, reality is a projection of your thoughts and the things you habitually think about. The Bible in Proverbs 23 verse 7 states, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, Mrs. Miriam, does, does mindset play a role in whether one becomes wealthy or not? And if the answer is yes, what role does mindset play? Mimi, I think that mindset plays a huge role in creation of wealth. It is said that when or should wealth be redistributed, the world's wealth be redistributed, so that the rich give some of their money to the poor and everybody has an equal share. After a few years or after a period, the rich will still become richer and the poor will still be poorer. And this is what defines mindset for me when it comes to wealth creation. Mindset is, is comprised of your beliefs. It's your perceptions, like you said, your thoughts, what you think about, your attitude towards wealth creation. It's like the sunglasses you wear. If you're wearing a sunglasses and has blue shades in it, you see everything as blue. It colors your perceptions when it comes to wealth creation. So it does play a major role in your ability to make wealth. There has to be a shifting of your mind. Like the Bible says, there has to be a transformation when you come into the Christian um, fellowship. There has to be a transformation of your mind. And similarly, you have to transform your mind. There has to be a shifting for you to be able to create the wealth like the people that you admire and then you see. Interesting. So even if the wealth is shared equally among all of us, some way, somehow, it will still end up with those who are already wealthy. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Interesting. Michael, what's your take on this? I agree with what Miriam has said. It plays a very significant role. Uh, for me, I think that it even affects the way you see money and how you think about wealth, what wealth means to you. It also determines whether you believe that you are deserving of wealth or you can attain it. That's how pivotal mindsets are. 
And it also determines how much wealth you can create. Can, can you can you make money? Do you believe you have it in you to generate wealth? And then it influences how we spend money. And that's where our priorities comes comes in. Where do we put money? How do we spend money? How do we use money? And so that's how pivotal mindset is in the money equation. Without a positive mindset, there's no way wealth can be created. So it's very important. Interesting, Michael. I always say that um, your budget reflects your priorities. So if you say, you know, you believe in this or you really want this and your budget is saying something else, then there's an issue. Yes. <laughs> so interesting. Um, what are some of the negative mindsets that set us back? I'm sure um, you, and you have worked a lot with people in the financial space. What are some of the very common mindsets you come across? Since we are on Sunny FM, while I was preparing for this, interestingly, the example that came to me was the story of the talents. Okay. <laughs> In Matthew chapter 25, 14 onwards. And I was looking at the one that had one talent and his attitude and beginning to look at what kind of attitudes and mindsets that are negative and don't help us. I think one of them for me was a laid back or a lazy attitude. And this man just went to sleep, dug a hole and put the, the talent or the gold that was given and decided not to do anything about it. Another one was fear. I saw him say again further on in the passage that I was afraid when his master came back. So a lot of people don't take the opportunities they don't take the risk that is involved. So they would rather put their money in a susu container under their pillow because banks eat the air. <laughs> they, would, they would take your money and all the things that have happened in, this, in the financial system industry. So a, a few have some attitude, yes, rightly so, because of what has happened. But you need to overcome the fear to be able to create that world. Another thing I saw with the other man who had the, the, just the one talent was the excuses he was making. I know you are a man that does not earn where he that reaps where he does not um, uh, so. sow and all of that. So then he's just making excuses. And that's one mindset and attitude of those that don't want to create money. They keep making the excuses. And then they are not trustworthy to an attitude of not. So the master said that you are not faithful. The other people, he says, faithful servants. You are not faithful in the little things that you have. And so that kind of attitude and mindset, I believe, does not help in the creation of wealth. Very interesting. Very interesting. Michael, you work as a life coach and you engage people all the time. So I'm sure you've come across some limiting money um, beliefs. Um, what are some of the ones that are very common you would want to share? Okay. Interestingly, the first one is uh, there's, there's a belief that money is scarce. Okay. So it's the, what you call the lack of an abundance mindset. And I read an article by BBC just last month and it said that the wealth of the top 10 richest people doubled during COVID. Mm. Wow. And I found that very interesting <laughs> yeah. because it means that there's money or there's yeah. wealth. And when I look at nature, 
nature by design is building on abundance. If you just observe nature. So the problem really is us humans and how we think and how we project that onto money and wealth creation. So that's really the first one. If you won't believe that money is in abundance, how are you going to draw? If you think it's scarce, then there's always going to be a scramble for it. So that's one of the things I see. Another one is that there's a fundamental belief that if you have money, it can corrupt you, or it can make you evil, mm-hmm. or money is elusive. Mm-hmm. My wife was telling me of a popular proverb that says, you can't treat the sound. And I found that very interesting because if you say money is flying away, how then can you make uh, money like flying away like that? So those are yeah. some of the thoughts. And the last I will add is that there's very little knowledge of how to read in your mind. It's it's still far off for a lot of people. People don't realize how institutions like Axis and Co are so close. You can walk in, you can learn, or you have someone in your network that you can draw information from. We have it in the back of our minds that it's a complicated process and it's above my level of reason. So I'd rather not open that door at all. And I think from where I sit, these are peculiar, or I would say peculiar, very common challenges that I see in the people I interact with when it comes to money. Very interesting. Um, I was, I was just, just to add to what he said about people who doubled their incomes yes. um, from the COVID area. So I was, I was checking Bill Gates. And actually, in 2020, he made about $98 billion. Wow. 2021, he did $139 billion. Mm-hmm. So just that one-year difference. And if you go back, I mean, the growth has been amazing. So... These things, if you don't know about them, just like he's saying, if you're not knowledgeable, you will not, you will not be able to create the wealth that you need to create. So important, the role mm-hmm. mindset plays, because um, I'm sure now in Ghana, people are feeling the pinch of the increment in prices of goods and services. And we are wondering whether we'll ever be wealthy, you know, given what we are seeing. So we are talking about mindset. How about the reality on the ground? How do we marry the two? Michael? Well, again, it it goes back to how you see things. Okay. If you see a challenge, you'll be more motivated to find a way around it. If you see a problem, sometimes just just the the, the magnitude of the problem will Mm -hmm. happen. That is where a game mindset comes in. Because if fuel prices are going up, you need to be able to sit down and find creative ways to work around it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it can just be a simple decision to change the time you leave home, and you can immediately save a lot of fuel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mindset, we, we can't run away from it. It plays a very, very important role. Regardless of all the things that are going around yeah. or going on, we have just said that the wealthiest were able to double. Exactly. So it's something we know that the masses don't, don't know. know. Interestingly, information is actually available mm-hmm. if only you're willing to ask and find. So those would be my initial thoughts. It seems like whether you are aware of your current mindset or not, it still has the potential to 
affect you. So definitely we need to know how to assess our current mindset. Remember, this program is proudly brought to you by Access Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. We are discussing how to assess your current mindset. And I'll say that self-awareness is very important when you want to move forward in life. So, Michael, um, how do you know what your current money mindset is? Because I'm sure a lot of us are oblivious of what we are actually thinking. Very, very true. There's a, a group of people known as wise minds and they're neuroscience education child. And they said that personal finance is 20% knowledge, 80% behavior. No. So when I read that, it immediately took me on a search. And one of the very easiest ways to determine your money mindset is what thoughts and emotions that money trigger in you. So just the appearance of money in your mind. What emotions come with it? What thoughts come with it? That can immediately give you an indication of how you feel and think about money. So that's how anybody can find it. Just say money. I'm saying money <laughs> you. What is popping into your head and what emotions is it triggering inside? That's a, a very easy way to find it. The other thing is to look at your tendencies habits, what are you spending money on, where does your money go, are you somebody who typically spends everything you get, or you are somebody who is saving. But the point is not to say whether if you spend or you don't spend in a bad person, the point is, do you have balance enough, exactly. whichever angle you find yourself. Then there's also those who are free spirits, they just want to live with their money, spend it, carry it wherever they are going, and then there are those who want to have a budget stick to their budget. I don't want to go beyond this amount. If I go beyond this amount, I feel I'm spending. You, again, you have to assess yourself. Where do I fit in this? And then the third category is uh, safety and status. Somebody's always looking at if my salary should dip, am I in a position to cover my expenses? That's a safety person. Mm -hmm. uh, that person's looking at security. That person is looking at uh, if there's a health challenge right now, I need to do something for my parents, my kids, am I in the position to do that? That person is generally thinking safety. And then you have the status, uh, the car you drive, the house you live in, the community you find yourself in. Always looking for a challenge. So you, these are just indicators that you can use to guide yourself. And the last I would say is your family and your upbringing. So if you grew up in a very scarce, environment, you will always tend to think that money is scarce or if you were raised in a particular way, you tend to think like that. And I came across a story by a well-accomplished person who said that his grandmother grew up during the Second World War and she would always call him as a young boy and tell him stories of the war times and how the women always struggled for money. So he didn't know that he grew up with that mindset. And they will go to a restaurant and he only spends two dollars on a meal. Anything about two dollars is too expensive. Till so he began to examine himself and realize that this is where the mindset has come from. So that's an example of how the family of your upbringing can impact you. So those are a few ways you can immediately identify your mindset. Yes, and when it comes to developing your mindset, it's very interesting how the little things that you don't even know are influencing you 
are actually affecting the way you think, like your childhood, how your parents talked about money around you, you know, your environment, the kind of friends you have, your education, all those things, even advertisements, all those things play a role in this mindset. Unfortunately, we don't pause to think about, why am I behaving this way? It may not be that you don't want to save, but there are some, you know, unseen um, things that you need to deal with before you can actually move ahead. So this is very, very important, what we just spoke about. We spoke about negative mindset that sets us back, but what is the ideal mindset for wealth creation? Miriam. Okay, before we move on, I have a story as well. So whilst you were talking and talking about backgrounds and then where you're coming from, I, I just remembered, so when I was growing up, yes, I, 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 didn't, I didn't grow up in a wealthy family, but we, we, my dad made sure we were comfortable. But some of the things like you were talking about, when you were given exercise books for school, it is numbered. And you dare not come back for a replacement <laughs> when a sheet has been taken out. Even that shows you how to keep things, mm -hmm. how to take care of the money. So I'm a saver, naturally. Yes. I, I remember during my national service, when we were getting 180 Ghana CDs, I could still save mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. And it, that is how it plays out even when you grow up. There are a few questions that you can ask yourself just to know where you are also. Okay. That when you think about rich rich people, for instance, how do you see them? Mm -hmm. um, what is your current mindset when it comes to your purpose? Do you, do you, have you thought about your purpose? So I just did a quick survey. While I was, I was working on this, I, a few of my colleagues were passing, and I, and I asked them, do you have a wealth creation mindset? One of them was thinking, and then she said that, yes. I, I, I want to have money so that I can influence people. Because when and she started talking a lot, I said, you even answered in the first line. <laughs> because for the fact that you're thinking of having impact and influence, then it means that you know you have to make money to mm -hmm, make that mm -hmm. impact. Yes. So uh, another thing you can use to check your current mindset is also whether you found your life's purpose and goal and whether you're working towards it. So um, that's a little I would, I would okay. add to it. Okay. Um, I think you were talking about what the ideal mindset yes. should be um, yes. after we've now discovered what the negatives Negative. are. There are a few quotes that I, I came across. Jeff Bezos, now he's been taken over by Tesla as mm -hmm. the world's richest. He said that I knew that if I failed, I wouldn't regret. But I knew the one thing I might regret, not trying. Mm -hmm. Dale Carnegie says, develop success from failures. Discouragement and failure are two of the surest stepping stones to success. A lot of people fear, and that's what I talked about earlier on the negative mindset. If you begin to see failure as a stepping stone, then you are having a right mindset. If you begin to see failure as failing forward, as, as giving you that push or motivation, then you're beginning to have a mindset, a shift that is bringing you closer to creating wealth. You need to have a goal-oriented mindset, a mindset that is positive, that is winning, that would break through. You need to have a mindset 
dad seeks to invest. A lot of people think that investment is putting money aside. Mm -hmm. So I love this topic when it comes to investment. And that's what I do. I love to tell people that your money needs to work for you. For those who have created wealth, and I was reading about Bill Gates, it's not just the fact that he built Microsoft, but it's his fund manager or his investment manager. It was knowing where to put his money for the money to work for him. Mm -hmm. You can't just put money aside and, and, and wait for it. Now you're talking about fuel prices, for instance, and the way they are going up. If the money is not working for you and trying to even beat inflation, then whatever you're putting it aside for, you can't even get it. Yeah. At a point, you need to be paid on what your money is earning for you because you can't work until you die. At a point, you have to rest and let the money you have earned over the young years start paying you. Exactly. And you need to have that kind of mindset. Otherwise, you're going to go poor and you're not going to be able to make the wealth that you need. Recently, I've heard people describe this, what you just said, as motivational speaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's something that we say, but it's not, you know, the reality. Uh, Michael, what would you say to, to this? I don't know if you've encountered it. Yeah, it, it's the truth. And sometimes the truth can be so open and so evident that it makes it difficult to see why people don't get it. But since we are talking about mindset, even how you process information plays a key role in how you do things. And there's a there's a thought that I really like to share because it emphasizes the need to change. It says in a world of change, the learner shall inherit the earth, how the learner shall find themselves perfectly suited for a world that no longer exists. Mm -hmm. And and really, if it's about making money and changing your mindset, you must be open to learn mm -hmm. because change is constant. Circumstances will change, like we're talking about fuel prices. These are things that will always keep changing. But if we don't have a mindset that can respond to these changes, that's where we'll find ourselves struggling. So for me, the most important thing is how am I responding to the change, not reacting. Okay. There's a very clear distinction between reaction. Reaction is where you see people complaining about the prices and uh, the, the difficulties it's creating for them in their budgets, in their savings, in their investments. That's just reacting. But anybody who is really determined to build wealth will, will try to respond. And to respond requires that you think. You stop, you think, you adjust, and then you make the necessary changes that you, you have to make. So it boils down to being open to learn. Once you are open to learn, you'll find that things will hit you. You will be discouraged, you will be unhappy sometimes, you will struggle sometimes. But because you have an objective, you are willing to sidestep every obstacle till you are able to achieve your, your goals. And there will also be great moments. Let's not forget that. So people tend to lean towards the doom and all the evil and all that. But there are also moments where you can just enter, it's like an open head, and everything just seems to fall. Those moments also come. So having a balance and having a mind that is open to make the most of every situation will always give you the leverage that you need. And so it's not motivational talk. The 
point is people have done it and it has worked. Miriam, I'm sure, can point several people in her investment experience who are doing it. Exactly. You get it. So those are the testaments that we have to show to people that it's real. It's only a matter of discipline and hard work. Yes, and some patience too. It's not even too far. I'll just use mm -hmm. my mom. Okay. So um, a few years back, I went home and then she told me that, oh, she had some money and she bought it out of a, a handkerchief that she had rolled <laughs> into. And I counted it with one CDs and five CDs. It came up about 3,000 with coins and everything. Wow. So I placed it in one of our investments. I think it was the income fund. It's a, it's a, a medium to long term fund because then she said she was going on, she would use it during retirement. <laughs> she's, she, <laughs> she's currently with, uh, my dad is a reverend minister, so they, they are serving their term and after 70, they come on retirement. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm thinking, you're, you're headed to 70, what are you going to use it for? Or She said she was actually going to use it to start a business, but I said, anyway, you give me the money. And then just last month, she said she wanted the money back. I know that now they are retiring from full-time ministry. And I went to check the money, and it was 5,000 Ghana cities. I was amazed. Me, I was amazed. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that the money that she gave me actually earned that much. And when I told her, she was pleasant. She kept blessing me. I said, well, it's not me, it's your money that works for you. But that's what we think. We always think it's far off. It's, yeah. it, it can't be done but it is really possible and and it is just starting mm -hmm. it is just starting exactly where you are you don't have to wait and that's one mindset that you need to have take away procrastination and just start john martel says motivation is overrated we are waiting for that motivation to start he says just start if it's an exercise just start if it's saving just start you just need 20 Ghana cities to start a mutual fund or a personal pension or just start exactly where you are. And don't think that it is too far off. It's a negative mindset. Exactly. So they begin to have a, a shift in your mindset and begin to think that I can't be wealthy. I just need to start exactly where I am. It's very, very important because sometimes you have two people in the same company and in the same income. One thinks that this is too small, I can't do anything with it. The other does something different. And years later, you have different results. You are wondering, we used to end the same. How come? But it all started from the and mindset. The interesting thing is, if you don't start exactly where you are, you may never be able to start. Because with the current salary that you have, if it keeps moving up, it becomes more difficult to save. It's just like typing. Mm -hmm. If you can tithe on 100 Ghana cities, that's how much, 10 cities. Yes. 1,000 is 100 Ghana cities. Then you start earning 10,000, that's 1,000 Ghana cities. If you weren't able to take the 10 cities, you can't do the 1,000 okay, exactly. Ghana cities. So if it's the same way with savings. It's a habit. Yes. yes. It becomes a habit. And the habit starts when you do it small, consistently. Really, that is the kind of mindset that wins when it comes to wealth creation. Exactly. So you are not too young to start, even if you are earning 500 CDs. Start building the habits so that eventually when it becomes 5,000 and we are praying for you, <laughs> you'll be able to do much more. 
So we've agreed that mindset is very important. Let's wrap up with how can I develop the right mindset? Because if you notice, a lot of these things were subconscious. And now you want to consciously change that mindset that you've realized you have. How do we go about that, Michael? So I'll share a few steps that everyone can take. There's, there's something known as mass consciousness. And the mass consciousness just refers to the prevailing beliefs and thoughts of a group of people or a society. It's very important to see where you fit in that. Not every mass consciousness is bad. But you have to determine that if there's a certain belief system where you work, where you live, and the environment you find yourself in, you should be able to disassociate yourself from it. So that's the first step anyone can take. Break away from any belief that will conflict with your desire to create wealth. Because if that belief is there, it will be a stumbling block. Even if money came into your hand, you will not use the money wisely. So that's the first thing. The second thing you can do is begin to aspire for, for wealth. Wealth is something that you must desire. Whatever you desire, you will attract. So if, if you desire to create wealth, start looking for information. Talk to somebody. Who do you know in your network who can give you information? Who is, who is doing well with your finances that you can talk to? Start somewhere. Or is there anybody on social media? Now, social media really presents information to us on our fingertips. So if you know someone incredible, start to follow, start to learn, start to open your mind because aspiration really tells you that life is richer than you think it is. And life is better than you think it is. You just have to be willing to look further than you are. So that's the second thing. And then you can start looking at your individual preferences. What do you want? What kind of life do I want to live? What kind of education do I want to give my children? What kind of relationships do I want to build? What kind of purpose, like Miriam said, do I want to really achieve in my life? And that is where the change starts to happen. But here, I will put in this. It's important that when you're making a decision as an individual to generate wealth, if you are married, don't leave your spouse behind. If you are in a serious relationship, don't leave your partner behind. If you have people that you are, your finances affect, take them into consideration when you're making individual decisions because it's easy to break away from the crowd, but it's very difficult to break away from the people who are close to us when they don't understand what we are trying to do. So create that balance. By all means, have your goals, have your focus, but have the people around you in mind and take them also on that journey because ultimately we must create well together. Yeah. I must be well, you must be well, Miriam must be well, everybody must, must be well. So that individual desire should not be in isolation to the people who matter most to you. And then that leads to discipline. Be disciplined in the, in the commitment to create wealth. Well, it's not going to come overnight. But if you are disciplined, you are going to start learning, you are going to start growing, you make mistakes, you know what doesn't work, and you begin to develop your, your investment muscle. <laughs> and then eventually you become a master. It becomes second nature. You don't struggle to put money away. You don't struggle to look for investment opportunities. You don't struggle to create wealth because you have a track record. But it starts by separating yourself from anything that doesn't serve you. If it doesn't serve you, let it go. And I know somebody will say, 
it's difficult to ship it up. But let me use this analogy. If you were spending one hour to get to work every day, and I told you that I know a route that can give you 13 minutes to work, would you use the one hour route the following day? You immediately come to me and say, Michael, show me the route and then we use it because that extra 13 minutes is so crucial to me, especially in the time that we are fighting over a few of us. <laughs> so that is how possible it is for the mind to make a shift. It's just the right information and the right timing. And then you make the, the, the decision at the snap of your finger. And sometimes you have to dump the consequences. What's the, what's the worst a wrong belief can do to you? It's just going to remind you of your past. But your past is gone. You want to focus on the future that's ahead and the promise that it offers you. So that would be my thoughts on how we can create a positive mindset. Reminds me of all things have passed that way. Yes. Miriam, your take on this. I think that I would say that Michael has said a lot yes. and, and, and I do agree with every single point that he has made. And in pulling along, I was just th thinking about even the children as well. I, I think that it's important that we start with them young and have money discussions mm -hmm. at home. Remember the mistakes you have made and, and desire that they won't make the, the same mistakes. I, I got a piggy bank for my, my children and I, I started by telling them that we want to go to the zoo, so we need to save up to the zoo. So now every coin they see around, mommy, I'm going to put it inside there. <laughs> Do we have enough yet? We finally went to the zoo, not with their money, but I told them their money was finally enough. So gradually they begin to know that it's putting things together having a goal mm -hmm. that will get you to where you want to be. So definitely for, for, for the goal-oriented mind, you need to start by having a goal, something that you put before you that you would run against. It, it brings things into focus. It doesn't mean also that it's, it's static. Your goal can change. So keep shifting it if it doesn't work. Keep tweaking it if it's not working. But definitely make it ambitious and inspiring because God desires that we control money and we rule over money. Have a curious and learning attitude or mindset. Always be curious and ask, so how are you doing? How are you making it? Look for people you can look up to and gradually you will get there. Be patient with yourself. It was after a long time that the master came and asked for his talent back. It took time. Yes. So be patient with yourself and you will get there. Thank you so much. This has been a very insightful discussion and I trust that our audience have learned so much. I have learned so much. I trust that everyone who is listening has also learned so much for, from this. Thank you so much everyone for joining us on the Access Money Show. Remember this program is proudly brought to you by Access Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. 
Helping clients achieve financial peace of mind has been at the heart of what we do at Axis Pension Trust. Our unwavering commitment to helping clients succeed has produced many industry firsts. Axis is the first pensions provider in Ghana to offer free embedded life insurance cover to its pension schemes. Be a 360-degree digitally aligned business with service platforms on mobile app, WhatsApp, web portal, and on USSD. And provide different investment mixes for different age groups within the same pension scheme. Visit AxisPension.com or call 030-273-8555. Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. Access is licensed and regulated by the National Pension Regulatory Authority.